Hey, this is Pastor Rafael Rodriguez. Welcome to Restore 2020 Podcast. Go ahead and choose a message. Be empowered, be equipped, be prepared to change your world for Christ Jesus. God bless you. Good afternoon, Facebook people. Good afternoon, Restore 2020 Podcast people. Wherever you may be watching this or hearing this, just want to say good afternoon. God bless you. Today is Sunday, June 7th, 2020. And um, today I just want to focus more on praying. I'm going to share some scriptures, but I'm going to focus today more on praying than speaking. Um, earlier this week, I got an email from our fellowship, the Assemblies of God, uh, that raised the challenge of praying as a nation. Coming together, a call to prayer for our nation. And um, it's time to pray as one. That's the challenge. No matter what denomination you represent, no matter what background you're from or grew up in, we, the people of God, God's children, we have to pray together as one in the times that we're faced with today. Now, last week, I spoke, I encouraged, I shared from my heart. And this week, I'm going to be praying specifically seven prayer points I want to focus on this week. In just one week, a lot has happened. Every week, it seems like we're faced with a new challenge in our nation, uh, whether it's the pandemic continues to spread and more people are dying as a result of that, or whether it's rioting, looting, and somebody else, somebody else dying as a result of the violence around us. And... I just want to encourage you guys, encourage the church, encourage people to trust God, really focus and trust in the Lord. You know what's happening with, with this pandemic, with this rioting, this looting, this all this stuff that's happening is causing fear. And the number one tactic of Satan is fear. He uses fear to bring forth division, disunity, so that's more opportunity for him to bring forth destruction. And earlier this today, I was just in my my Bible praying, seeking God's face. This is my prayer closet where I come and pray and seek God's face. And I was in scripture today. I was reading through my devotions. And the Lord put a, a, a showed me a, a particular statement. But I added to that statement to kind of connect it with today's day, today, what we're facing with today in our nation, in our world. The statement was this, when faith is shoved aside by fear, we're left to our own strategies for establishing a sense of security. Don't let Satan use fear to keep you from having faith in God who has a plan for your life. Fear paralyzes us from really moving in and trusting God. Fear paralyzes us from doing great things for God. And honestly speaking, I could I can really to be transparent, I've wrestled with fear for a long period of time. Um, I went to overseas, spent four years there. I saw a lot of crazy things happening. And the, when I went there, I was different going there, and I was different coming back. And I really believe that as a result of the chaos and the things that are around me, it put fear in my heart and it kind of limit my effectiveness for God. And God's been revealing with 
that to me. He's been showing me that. He's been dealing with me about that. And um, I, he, he's showing me scriptures to help me get past that. But fear is a very real thing that we all face. And don't let, but the enemy can use that to keep us from doing something for God. It could keep us from being more effective. And I'm going to encourage you, do not fear. Trust God. Let go. Let God. And He is going to use you in a special way. So real quick, I want to talk about uh, these prayer points I want to look into. Um, praying together as one. The church coming together as one. And every Sunday at 3 o'clock, I do this prayer challenge. I encourage you. And, you know, it gets shared with other people, other platforms. It gets shared on Hungry for God's Word Facebook page. It gets shared to my personal Facebook page. It gets shared onto uh, Restore 2020 podcast. Anywhere we can put this out for people to come together and pray. Even if you're not joining us live, but watch the video, come together to pray, makes a difference because prayer does make a difference. Prayer does work. Prayer does impact lives and situations. And we're going to pray today, trusting that these things are going to happen in Jesus' name. So the number one thing, the challenge that was put out, is to pray for racial reconciliation to move forward in a noticeable way. And let it begin with the body of Christ coming together as one. Racial reconciliation begins with the church. We have to be the one to embrace different nationalities, different cultures within our own communities so that we can show the world how it is done. And if it's not happening within the church, then we are not being an example for the world to follow. The church needs to be number one in this. Number one in, in leading the charge for this to happen. And if we're not doing that, then we are not showing the world what it is, to, what that looks like. And I mentioned last week, last week was Pentecost Sunday. And one of the things that happened in the movement of the Holy Spirit is there were people together in unity. And there was people from other nationalities and nations around the world that heard the people praying in their own native tongue. So the Holy Spirit is not a respecter of person. The Holy Spirit does not just come to a certain group of people. The Holy Spirit is for everyone who is willing and desiring the Holy Spirit to fill them and to transform them and to do something phenomenal in their life. And that's what happened on the day of Pentecost as we read in scriptures in Acts chapter 2. We're talking about today, pray for rec racial reconciliation to move forward in a noticeable way and let it begin with the body of Christ coming together as one. And so in Matthew chapter 22, verses 37 to 40, it says this. It says, Jesus said to them, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, this is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang the laws and the prophets. Well, we know that the Old Testament was given the Ten Commandments. And he's referring to the laws of the Old Testament, Ten Commandments, and also, also the words of the prophets that's prophesied up until this point about what was, is, what was to come. 
But the main thing is you should love your neighbor as yourself. It's not talking about your next door neighbor, them too, but it's talking about anybody that you associate with, whether it's at work, whether it's your next door neighbor, whether it's people at church, whether it's people you come in contact with in the grocery store, wherever you find yourself and you are transporting or walking around wherever you're at, gas station, grocery store, wherever it may be, those people that are there right there become your neighbor and we are to love them as we love ourselves. But here's the deal. We have to love ourselves. And oftentimes we feel of hurts, habits, and hangups, and sometimes that hinders us from loving ourselves where we don't really love others because we have a hard time loving who we are. And I want to encourage you, don't hold on to what God, what you've done in the past. Accept God's grace and love and mercy for your life so that you can love Him unconditionally. I said that last week as well. And also love yourself unconditionally so that you're able to love others. So let's go ahead and pray for racial reconciliation to move forward in those sort of ways. And we, the body of Christ, begin with the body of Christ coming together. So let's come. Father God, we come before you right now. We pray right now for racial reconciliation, Lord God, to be noticeable in so many ways all around us, Lord. But we, the body of Christ, your people, be the one to lead the charge for racial reconciliation, Lord. We're praying right now in Jesus' name. Help us to have that in our churches, Lord God. No longer segregating our, our churches, but coming together in unity, Lord, believing that you have called us to do life together, to worship you together, Lord God. Help us to be example for the, for the world to follow because we have it in our churches. We have it in our places of worship, Lord God. And we're coming together, worshiping you, lifting up hands, and glorifying your name because you are with us and we are worshiping Almighty God together in unity, Lord. Lord, just like the baptism of the Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost, there was 120 people in the upper room praying together in unity, and therefore you showed up. And people that were outside from other nationalities and nations were there to listen to their own native tongue being spoken because you had a message for every single one of them, Lord God. So help us, the church, Lord, to be the, the example that the people, the world will follow as a result of our example because we are coming together in unity and we are working together to bring forth racial reconciliation, Lord God. And we can, it can be evident that we are doing that so that it can make a difference. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. So we, the church, are to, we can do peaceful, peaceful protests. I know people have opinions about protesting, but I believe in peaceful protests. Praying, putting yourself out there, encouraging the world. Yeah, there may be some danger that comes with that because not everybody who shows up there has the right intention, but your heart is to go out there and reach people and come together in peaceful protest so that you can sh show that you care for the people around you, the world around you. The problem with the church, often what happens with the church, we become so focused on our place of worship and our group of people, and we begin to not even notice the stuff that's happening all around us, and there's a great danger that comes with that because we don't know how to respond when chaos comes. And if we are intentional about being there, noticing, responding to the, to the chaos, to the needs around us, then we are there to, we are equipped and we are prepared to make a difference as we are following the heartbeat of God to go and make disciples and go out there and make a change and stand for what's right so that we can make a difference.
God didn't call us to be safe. He called us to be faithful and to trust in Him and believe in Him to do greater things because we are His children and he given us a great, He's given us a great commission to go and make disciples of all nations. But we also need to show up and, and make a difference when a difference needs to be made. We need to show up when there are situations that are happening. We need to be there to be able to help people and encourage them, especially during these times. Prayer point number two, it says this. Pray for the families of Ahmad Arbery and George Floyd as they mourn the tragic loss of their loved ones. Well, Romans chapter 12 First is verse 15, Romans chapter 12, verse 15. We know the scripture. It says it very well. It says, rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Now I get it. These two men, names were all on the headlines. All captured in the media. Not only are we going to pray for these two men's family, we're going to pray for all those who have lost their life during this pandemic the family of those who lost their lives during this pandemic, and those who are being killed and hurt during the rioting, the looting, and all the stuff that's happening. There's many people that are suffering as a result of all that's going on. Again, peaceful protest is different from rioting, looting, and destroying businesses, and they're kind of going out of control. That's a big difference between a peaceful protest and doing that. And so there's lives that are being lost as a result of all the anger that's around us. And we want to pray for the families of these two victims, but also all the ones who have become victim to what's going on around us. Let's pray. Father God, we come before you right now. We lift up the Arbery family and the Floyd family, Lord God, as they deal with the loss of their loved one, Lord God, falling in the hands of man, Lord, because we are flawed, we are ungodly people, and we allow ourselves, Lord God, to be led by our own personal beliefs or our own personal um, um, prejudice or, 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 or the thoughts that would come to our life. And, Lord, people do things that are ungodly and wicked, Lord. But I pray for the lives of these families, Lord God, for the comfort, for the peace of this family as they mourn the loss of their loved ones, Lord. But so many have died during this pandemic. So many have died during the rioting and looting, Lord. There's so many people who are suffering right now as a result of the violence that's all around us, Lord. And I pray that we stop the violence. I pray, Father God, that those who are hurting, those who are victims to this, Lord God, that they will trust you, Lord. They will see you moving, Lord. And, Father God, that be justice for everyone who has lost a loved one during this time of rioting and looting, Lord God. And this pandemic, Lord, so many lives were lost as a result of this, Lord. Comfort of those who are lost family um, family members because of COVID-19, Lord God. Bring them peace, Lord. Show them that you love them, that you care for them, and help them to trust in you, Lord God, during this time. It's tough to lose loved ones and sickness and battle, Lord God. We've all been in that place. Many of us have. And I pray, Father God, that we can call upon you for, for that, that peace, for that for that, um, that, 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 that hope that we need to have during such a time as this. In Jesus' name I pray. Prayer point three says, Pray for the protection of those on the front lines responsible to maintain law and order. Yes, it's important that we have our justice system, we have our law enforcers out there um, responsible for law and order. So we got to pray for the protection of those who are up there in the front lines. I love what it says right here. And 2 Timothy verses 1 through 7, I mean 1 7, it says this. It says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Again, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. And so we're going to pray for those who are in the line, in the front lines, responsible to maintain law and order. 
Even those who are standing doing peaceful protesting, they are in the front lines maintaining law and order. This is not just for law enforcement. These are for everybody who's trying to make a difference in this time that we are faced right now. This is for all of us, everybody who's stepping out there to make a difference. Let's pray. Father God, we come before you right now. We pray for the protection for those in the front line who are responsible for law and order, Lord God, not only for our uh, police, not only for our justice system, Lord God, and security office, and even military soldiers, Lord, but also all the people who are standing firm in peaceful protest, praying for uh, peace in our nation, Lord God. We're praying for protection over them. You'll watch over them, Lord God, because they're not walking by fear. They're not walking by that. They're walking by love, uh, sound mind, and peace, Lord God. And we're trying to promote peace during this whole entire time that we are faced with, with the love of Jesus Christ as our number one love, as what's on our heart as a way to minister and effectively encourage people because we are stepping out in faith and believing for you to do something amazing during this challenging time. So I pray right now in the name of Jesus for protection for all those who are out there, Lord God, with the right intentions to do what they're supposed to do to let peace happen in our nation. Prayer point four says this, pray for the rioting, looting, and burning to stop. Pray for the rioting, looting, and burning to stop. Romans 13, 1 through 3 says this, Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God, and those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers are not a terror of to good works, but to evil. Do you want to be un unafraid of, of the authority? Do what is good, and you will have praise for from the same. People are responding out of fear, and that's why they're causing a lot of the damage and the drama in our cities. But here's the deal. We are to respect our authorities. Respect them. Not that authorities are perfect, because they... They're not perfect. They made mistakes, okay? The death of George Floyd, is that was not a good thing, what the officer did. And he's going to face justice, and he's going to be in jail, and he's going to face the punishment of his actions. But we are not to repay evil for evil. One bad thing doesn't do it. One bad thing doesn't... It's not good to replace re, re, re a bad with a wrong. Okay, a wrong on wrong is not a good thing. And so therefore, we, whoever resists the authority, resists the ordinance of God, and those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. Don't go out there and exchanging battle because of your anger and your, your feelings towards a certain thing. Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do what is good, and you will have praise from the, sa the same. Do what is right. This is the Bible, Romans chapter 12. I'm looking at oh, chapter 13. This is what the Paul has written to the Roman, the, the Roman church, the, the church of Rome. This is the scriptures. This is not something I'm coming up with my own opinion. This is the word of God that he put the Holy Spirit to lead these authors of this book, we call the Bible, to write. And so therefore, this is the word of God, and this is what we need to be our foundation of how we move and how we respond and how we do things. Not our feelings, 
not our emotions, not what Fox News tells you to do, or CNN, or NBC, or any other newscast out there tells you to do, or whatever political party, Democrat or Republic tells you to do, Republican tells you to do. We are to move from the Word of God. This is the foundation. This is what leads us and guides our life. And that's how it's supposed to be. And the Bible saying, do not, do not, do not, if you want to have um, go against the government, if you don't, if if you want to be have peace, then therefore do what's right. And so, corrupt police officers killing criminals or killing people because you take it into you think that's your right. That's wrong. Rioting, looting, and arsoning, and all these other things that are happening because you think it's your right. It's wrong. Period. It's wrong. Both parties are wrong for what their actions have led them to do. And so let's pray for this to stop. Father God, we come before you right now. We pray that the rioting, the looting, and the burning to stop right now in the name of Jesus Christ. People are destroying their own neighborhood. People are destroying businesses in their own neighborhood that help bring forth their livelihood, Lord God, that help bring forth what they need, the necessities, and they're doing this out of anger, not even thinking about the consequences of every single one of these things, Lord God. There's people that are losing businesses and that they're pouring all their savings and all their finances into starting a business, and they can't even rebuild because of what's going on around them. So I pray that this stops before it gets worse, Lord God, before it becomes more violent, before more lives are lost. As a result of that, this, I pray right now in Jesus' name that all this will come to a close. It will come to a stop because this is not a good thing, Lord. Bring forth peace in our land. I pray also, Father God, that the, that the, the targeting of racial uh, differences and, and racism and, and targeting a certain people group, blacks or Hispanics or whites or even Asians will no longer be an issue in our nation, Lord God. We are supposed to be the United States, united together, Lord God. And united we stand, divided we fall. And the enemy is using these tactics to cause us to stumble and fall so that we can be divided as a nation. And we cannot allow that to happen any longer. We rebuke that right now. In Jesus' name, we pray for unity in the name of Jesus Christ. Fifth point, prayer point says this. Pray for the peace of God to come into the hearts and minds of men and women who are fearful, who want to honor God. They're fearful. They want to honor the Lord. They want to do what is right. 2 Timothy 1.7 I, I believe I already read this, but I'm going to read it again. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but a power of love and of a sound mind. Now I'm going to go back to 1 Timothy 2 verses 1 to 3. 1 Timothy 2, verses 1 to 3. Therefore, I exhort, first of all, the supplication, prayer, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life in all godliness and reverence. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. And so we're going to pray for the peace of God to come into the hearts and minds of men and women who are fearful, but also for the truth to come to their heart, and they will be set free by the truth. So, Father God, we come right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We are praying, Father God, for the peace 
of God, for your peace to come into the hearts and minds of men and women who are fearful. Lord God, we pray for the salvation of those who need to accept you as Lord and Savior of their life. So, Father, this is a chaotic time, yes. This is a confusing time, yes. But let your light so shine so brightly, Lord God, through your people that you cause us, Lord God, to be out there and let people know about the hope that they can have that is found in you, Lord Jesus, and that the people can turn their hearts over to you and let there be peace of God that passes all understanding with God hearts and minds. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and amen. Prayer point six says this. Pray that the voices of the, of the peaceful protesters will be heard while those who are incite violence cease. Pray that the voices of the peaceful protesters will be heard and while those who incite violence would cease. Proverbs fourteen twelve says this, it says, there is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end is the way of death. Inciting violence leads always leads to somebody getting hurt, whether the people that incite the violence or innocent victims get hurt as a result of that. So we're going to pray for the voices of the peaceful protesters would be heard while those who are inciting violence stop. So Father God, we come before you right now. We're praying for those who have a voice for peaceful protest to be heard. But those who are inciting violence, Lord God, in the midst of these peaceful protests, I pray that it will stop right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Those who are targeting peaceful protests, Lord God, to cause chaos, to bring forth division and destruction, I pray that it will stop in the mighty name of Jesus Christ and that people will continue to protest peacefully, peacefully so that we can see change come to our land. And people say, well, we've been praying, we've been battling this, we've been praying against this, we've been dealing with this and throughout the history of our, our nation, and yet it still hasn't changed. But we are people of faith who are trusting in you through prayer and unity within the body of the the believers within the body of Christ, the church, Lord God, that we can make a difference and we can show the world how that looks like as we come together ourselves and be the example for others to follow. So I pray in the name of Jesus Christ for the voice of the peaceful protest would be heard, those who are peacefully protesting, and for those who are inciting violence in the midst of these things would stop in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. The final point says this, pray for wisdom and courage for our civic leaders to make changes that will promote righteousness and justice. Pray for wisdom and courage for our civic leaders to ch make changes that will promote righteousness and justice. Proverbs 14, verse 34 says this. Proverbs 14, verse 34 says this. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a, repro a reproach to any people. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Let our nation be filled with righteousness. Father God, we come before you right now. We pray for wisdom and courage for our civic leaders to make changes that will promote righteousness and justice, Lord God. We may have to make changes in offices. I pray, Father God, we begin to elect people who are godly people, who are God-fearing men and women to stand up and lead our nation, Lord God, in the ways of the Lord. We read the Bible throughout the Old Testament. We read the different kings and the different leadership that took place, Lord God, and how the people of God, the people of Israel, would sometimes fall away because of their leadership, Lord God, and also come back to you because of the leadership that they have. They had, Lord, such as David, such as others, Josiah and Hezekiah, and Father God, that, that were able to bring the people back into relationship with you. But then the prophets that you use to lead people to you, Lord, help us 
elect people who are godly, God-fearing people to take over our land, to lead this nation, Lord God, out of this chaos, out of this destruction that we are faced with, so that we can be the people of God who are hungry for you, who are making a difference, who are transforming lives and stopping the chaos around us and bringing forth righteousness and justice as a result of our intimacy and our relationship with you. In Jesus' name. Jesus is the ultimate answer to the challenges we are facing in these times, these crazy days that we are facing. May his name be lifted above every other name. Not my name, not the, whatever church, church of so-and-so's name, this church, no, Jesus' name be lifted above every other name. So Lord Jesus, we lift up your name right now. For you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And we lift you high and lift it up. And we worship you, Lord God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we come before you. We praise you. We glorify your name. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, we are living in a crazy time right now. Um, we, you know, All of us are being challenged. You know, our children's ministry today just felt like people, the kids were just really discouraged. They were really, they're really dealing with the situation around us. Um, it's wearing down on some people and you know, we have our ups our moments of, of great victory We have our upward positive encouraging moments and then we have our moments of defeat and discouragement and, and I want to just say this, you know, everybody goes through that but trust God to get you through it Let don't let go of the problem and let God take over your situation Rather than running away from God and turning away from God and, and turning your back on him Run towards Him. Continue to seek Him. Continue to pray. Continue to get in His Word. Continue to trust God. Continue to share the things that God has put in your heart. To share with others. To bring hope to people. Don't stop being committed. Don't stop being faithful. Be committed. Be faithful. And trust God in the midst of this season. And this too shall pass. And we're going to one day go back and look in history and say, Man, what a crazy time was that. But God showed up and did great things. God bless you guys. Until next Sunday. Thank you for listening to this message. If you enjoyed it, go ahead and hit the subscribe button on the podcast or share it with somebody by taking a photo and send it by text message or share it with the link below and they'll be able to click on it and enjoy the message as well. Thank you very much. I'll see you next time.